and girls, and welcome to Treasures from the Bible. I'm Peony Jones, and today we'll be talking about Isaiah 53. So grab your Bible and come on and join us. ago since the mysterious library thefts. All over the county, libraries were broken into and books, starting with the letter I, all vanished. That's right, vanished in the thin air. No specific authors, no specific topic, only books starting with the letter I. It was two months to the day in which Peanut Jones was walking home from school, deeply engrossed in her hymnal. Oh, I'm sorry, miss. I didn't see you. Oh, no. My papers are going everywhere. Yeah, here you go. Is that everything? Um, yeah, yeah, yes, yes, I think so. Can I ask what you're reading? Why? Just curious, that's all. Most girls your age are reading novels, but I've noticed you're studying a hymnal. Which hymn were you looking at? Oh, no, nothing. I, I mean, I mean, it's something. I mean, it's something. Uh, I just like to play the piano, that's all. And, well, I was searching for a song with words and a good, strong message. Mm, may I suggest one? Sure. I'll give you a couple of clues. Make it a bit more interesting for you. Clues? What for? Why don't you just tell me what it is? That will be too easy for you. Okay, go ahead. Well, the song is based on a book from the Bible that starts with the letter I. This man be the man everyone is looking for? Right here in New Garden? Right here talking to me? Uh, hello, Miss. Miss, uh, are you okay? What? Yes? I, I, I'm sorry. I have to run. Wait, wait I, I, I forgot to tell you one more thing. The title of the song is. Sure you heard correctly, Peanut? He said the hymn was based on a book from the Bible, starting with the letter I. I'm positive, Wolfgang. I may be losing my mind, but I'm not losing my hearing. Not yet, anyway. Do you realize what this means, Peanut? Well, I thought... This could be the man that everyone is looking for, the I thief. Yes, that thought did cross my mind, Wolfgang. But how can we prove that he is the thief? Well, let's get some other clues. Did he say anything else to you? Was he wearing a hat? Whoa, one question at a time, Wolfgang. No, he was not wearing a hat. What difference does that make anyway? Well, it's just that I'm looking for someone else. And he's been wearing a brown detective sort of hat. It's important, Peanut. Are you sure he wasn't wearing a brown detective hat? For the last time, Wolfgang, he was not wearing a hat. Okay, okay. What else did he say? Oh, nothing else. Nothing else? Nothing at all? Well, wait a minute. There was one last thing he yelled out as I was running away. What was that? He tried to tell me the title of the song, Wolfgang. Well, that doesn't make any sense. 
why would he give you clues and then just want to tell you the title of the song? I had no idea. I mean, there's only one book in the Bible that starts with the letter I. Right, Wolfgang? Hmm, I believe so. That's a good question for Mr. G. Ah, <sighs> Wolfgang, just look in your Bible. Oh, all right. Hold on. Here it is. Okay. Hmm. You are right. Only one book that starts with letter I, and that is Isaiah. So the song is based on some verse from the book of Isaiah. Well, I know for a fact it's going to be impossible to narrow all the songs in this huge 800-page hymnal to one song based on a scripture taken from Isaiah. You're right, Peanut. Let's go. Where? To the scene of the crime. This is a special news alert. We have just found the eye thief. He's now in the hands of the authorities. <sighs> What a relief! Still want to go to the crime scene, Wolfgang? Well, I've actually changed my mind. If this man who bumped into you really was the eye thief, then he would have tried to steal your hymnal. Our memory verse for today is Isaiah 53, verse 1. Who hath believed our report? And to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? Mr. G, I don't fully understand this verse. I'm not sure what the report is. Well, that's what I hope to cover in today's Bible study, Peanut. The context of Isaiah 53 is really about the Lord Jesus suffering the wrath of God for his people. Let's read that chapter since it is a short chapter. Why don't we each take um, three verses, starting with Rudy, and then we'll just go around the room. Isaiah 53, verses 1 through 3. Who hath believed our report? And to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant, and as a root out of a dry ground. He hath no form, no calmliness, and when we shall see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. He is despised and rejected of men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And we hid, as it were, our faces from him. He was despised, and we esteemed him not. Verses 4 through 6. Surely he hath borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of... Our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned every one to his own way. And the Lord hath laid on him the iniquity of us all. Verses 7 through 9. He was oppressed and he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth. He is brought as a lamb to the slaughter, and as a sheep before her shears is dumb. So he openeth not his mouth. He was taken from prison and from judgment, and who shall declare his generation? For he was cut off out of the land of the living. For the transgression of my people was he stricken, and he made his grave with the wicked, and with the rich in his death, because he had done no violence, neither was any deceit in his mouth. 
And the last three verses read, Yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him. He hath put him to grief. When thou shalt make his soul an offering for sin, he shall see his seed, he shall prolong his days, and the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. He shall see of the travail of his soul, and shall be satisfied. By his knowledge shall my righteous servant justify many, for he shall bear their iniquities. Therefore will I divide him a portion with the great, and he shall divide the spoil with the strong, because he hath poured out his soul unto death, and he was numbered with the transgressors, and he bare the sin of many, and made intercession for the transgressors. Actually, God is painting a picture of what the Lord Jesus had to endure in order to save his people from hell. I wish we could go in depth over each verse, but because of time, we'll have to just focus on verse 1. Now back to Peanut's earlier question about report. Isaiah 53 starts off by asking the question, Who hath believed our report? The word report has to do with the gospel. We find this same word report translated as tidings, news, doctrine, and rumor. For example, if we go to Isaiah 28, verse 9, it says, Whom shall he teach knowledge, and whom shall he make to understand doctrine? Them that are weaned from the milk and drawn from the breasts. And we know from comparing Scripture with Scripture that there is no one who will believe this report or the gospel unless God gives someone eternal life. He has to do all the work of salvation because we are spiritually dead. We can compare this verse with John 12 in the New Testament, starting with verse 37 on down to 40. Rudy, can you take those verses for us? Sure, Grandpa. But though he had done so many miracles before them, yet they believed not on him, that the saying of Isaiah the prophet might be fulfilled, which he spake, Lord, who hath believed our report? And to whom hath the arm of the Lord been revealed? Therefore they could not believe, because that Isaiah said again, He hath blinded their eyes and hardened their heart, that they should not see with their eyes, nor understand with their heart, and be converted, and I should heal them. So from these verses we can understand why God begins Isaiah 53 with, Who hath believed our report? By nature, there is no one who can believe on God. Our hearts are stone cold, our eyes are blinded, and we cannot hear the voice of the Lord through His Word, the Bible. Unless God opens our eyes and our ears to understand the gospel, we cannot be saved, and we remain dead in trespasses and sins, just like Ephesians 2.1 states. But what if someone knows the Bible really well? Does that mean they are saved? It's not just a matter of knowing the Bible, Lizzie. Anybody can read the Bible many times and know certain things but salvation has to do with a new heart. God takes a spiritually dead person and gives them eternal life. 
As it is written, There is none righteous, no, not one. There is none that understandeth, there is none that seeketh after God. They are all gone out of the way, they are together become unprofitable. There is none that doeth good, no, not one. Yes, that relates very well. Nobody will believe on God or seek Him unless God grabs us from the dunghill or spiritual cemetery and breathes into us everlasting life. On that hopeful note, we'll have to end our study. But first, let's listen as Miss Smith sings, Alas, and did my Savior bleed. questions or comments, or if you'd like a free audio CD of any of our programs, please write to Treasures from the Bible, an outreach of Bible Ministries International. You can write and care Family Radio, Oakland, California, 94621 USA. Today's program is 095 and is entitled, The Eye Thief. May God richly bless you with His salvation. Thanks for listening, and be sure and tune in next week when we'll learn something new from the Bible. Bye!